wonderful surprise we have here for you folks as we join you live from Butler Cabin out back behind the clubhouse. JP, first of all, thank you for coming back down here. You know, Anil and I have been intently watching the playoffs and just sort of wrapping our brains around how I could have just been so on point with my predictions for this year's champion. But um, to get us kicked off, the question that everyone wants answered, what kind of year-end bonus did Elon give you for defeating Bezos in the finals? <laughs> oh, man, I wish he gave me a bonus. Uh, he, he cut everyone, but um, no, yeah, it's been – thanks for having me. It's been good to be back on. Uh, wasn't expecting to come back on, honestly, but, uh, you know – fortune favors the few yeah we we um at the clubhouse we we definitely believed in you i think even from day one you were top of our power rankings um but yeah i guess to get into some more serious questions can you walk us through what your emotions were when zeke elliott crossed the plane and effectively won you the championship it was a little bit bittersweet um honestly to say that because at one side i have the football team to root for and so with that being such a big game um i was not super happy that i was relying on zeke to to take me across my fantasy line but um with how awful that game turned out i was happy that it happened the way it did and yeah it was it was like i was with my family at the time and i just got up and started like going nuts but they were all like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I, mean, you, <laughs> I mean, like, where? how do you feel right now? Do you feel surprised? Do you feel like you had this in the bag type shit and none of us, well, a few of us, you know, had some type of idea? I mean, what's going through right now? I mean, you're a three-time champion. It's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome to, to get the first three-time uh it's sort of like the SNL. I, I create the uh, the five time jacket, but this is now a three time jacket. Um, <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see who joins me next. Maybe I can get to four before anyone else to gets to a three, but uh, no promises there. Um, yeah, in terms of like what I was thinking, if you saw, I like shut up in the playoffs. I did not do any trash talking. I was just <laughs> like. It is what it is. I'm not going to play karma's bitch <laughs> and I'm just going to shut up and just see what happens. And it, it carried me. Um, so, and I think I was looking at my team and like how many, what happened and like whatnot. And honestly, a lot of lucky waiver wire pickups like that last mm. week. Like I think the one against uh, Michael, I think I had two, which gave me like 40 points that week. Um, Wait, hang on. Then, Who were those? Hey, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Hunter Henry did, was he one of the pickups? I think so. And so. and then you also had Devonte Parker. Mm-hmm. Right, which he turned out to be a dud the next week. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, and so I feel I, I think, feel like you weren't very active on the waiver wire during the regular season. What I mean was it just out of necessity that you had to make moves in the postseason? Was that by design? Yeah. Oh, totally. hundred percent. Like with all the COVID and the outings, like Hopkins went out, I think during playoffs, I think, um, a few other guys got COVID and I'm just like, fuck it. I got one week to survive. So like, I'm just going to try and win this week, get whatever I can this week. And if I get to the next week, 
we'll see what happens and just like rely on the waivers. <laughs> How often were you checking the scores during these last couple weeks? Oh, I I did not look at sleeper until it was all done. Oh like, my gosh. I, I could not. Otherwise my heart would just be going up and down, up and down. <laughs> I was just like when when the game started, I went and like went for a run or like got on the Peloton bike for an hour and just like fucking turn all that shit off and just like <laughs> did not focus at all. If if I had been on, I would have just like lost my mind. Dang. I mean yeah. that Saturday night in the semifinals, um uh the Patriots had played the Colts and you know, Jonathan Taylor, yeah, I mean, they were doing a decent job shutting him down, but he was getting yards. Um, and, you know, obviously the Colts had the advantage for most of the game. Mac Jones looked like complete dog shit, but somehow he was finding fucking Hunter Henry. And I know he was he was my OG red shirt, and then I disbanded him. But, I mean, I, coming out of that Saturday and getting – I mean, you got 22.7 to his Jonathan Taylor 23. You fucking canceled him out. I mean, but with the waiver wire pick, that is, I mean, that is pretty fucking insane. I, I didn't think a waiver wire tight end would ever match the RB1 of this entire season. Yeah. And I think that was, I think that was an interesting thing going into playoffs, too. I think Mike and Joe made a point like, they were trying to make a correlation of number of waiver wire pickups to like team performance. And I think this sort of shows you like, that's not necessarily true. Like you do got to adapt and overcome. And I think there was, Mike was like freaking out. He's like, I can't lose any of these guys. Cause I need them for the championship game. And I'm like, come on, man, you got to win this game first. Don't think you have it. Got his ass. <laughs> yeah. Karma came for him. Oh man. Yeah, you were the underdog in, Every, we look back, every round of the playoffs, you were the underdog. I mean, do you think that it was – was it the waiver wire stuff? What what was the secret to, like, being able to overcome those odds? I mean, I just look back to the first time I talked to you guys. It's keep it consistent. Just try and get that minimum points and hope the other guy screws up. And, like, you look at the scores. The other guy screwed up all the other weeks, right? Like, Mike put up 96 points like i just put 110 but i got I, it was enough to beat mike same with larry larry put 104 up but i still was able to do a little bit better and yeah it, i think it, that was, it went back to my initial strategy of just keep you, a consistent you had team. a you had a lot of different players showing up in each round but i think the one player that i noticed that contributed i think more than even jonathan taylor was Devonte adams mm -hmm. i think he had almost 30 against larry i think he got mm -hmm. you like 15 uh against um uh mike and then you know obviously this week he went off for another fatty i mean what did you just draft him because he fell to you did you know anything about what was going on there is he just like your favorite consistent player i mean I mean that's hard to find at the end of the at the end of the fucking season. Yeah, I think it came down he fell to me honestly. Like um I don't think I was expecting to pick him up the second round. Uh but you know, it, I think we you guys pointed that out too in your first episode was like, "Oh fuck, how did JP get Devonte so late?" Um and it's it came very in handy when it needed to. Like 
the three weeks we decided to do playoffs and you like bam 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 yeah. just all the way through the the rest of your roster at least parts of it looked very different going into the playoffs i mean you started off with a couple seahawks players and they shot the bed halfway through the season hopkins i think gave you some value throughout middle of the season but ended up facing injuries like how did you pivot your team um so that those guys not turning up like didn't weigh you down yeah i think it was very much like just pick if they dropped i was like trying to just get an equal replacement so like if a wide receiver dropped just get another wide receiver and see who's ever best one of the things I, I tend to do is also look at previous weeks. Like if the players had like two previous weeks of low scores and they've shown in the past that they've had high weeks, it sort of tells me like they're about to get their supper, right? Like they're about to get their big game. Cause like in a lot of these player contracts, they have like, uh, like touchdown goals. And so like, I think if they're like having low weeks, some weeks they're going to get, their chance to eat on another week. So you sort of take a risk on these guys and hope that that's their week to eat. Um, and I think it panned out for some of it. Um, but yeah, so that's a little tidbit for you guys on my strategy going, but uh, <laughs> maybe that'll help you guys next year to keep you out of the sacco. When you're I'm, I'm, I'm getting it next year. JP, <laughs> don't you worry. <laughs> um, but yeah, honestly, it was just like scrambling, figure who else is on the waiver wire and just like take them and put them in the lineup just to get some points up on the board. Nice. No one was safe from, from staying on the roster. Yeah. That's I mean, good. you even lost fucking Hawkinson. I mean, yeah. going into the season, I was really high on Hawkinson and he just fell yeah. the fuck off. Um, it's crazy how you met. It's crazy how you survived a lot of this bullshit. Yeah, I was sort of bummed because David, when we did the Claypool and uh, who else was in that trade? Cooper? Was it Omari? Yeah. Um, When we did that trade, David initially wanted Hawkerson. And if I had just traded his out. Oh, my God. I would have been sitting pretty, but I traded (laughs) Claypool and um, Cooper for him. But. You know, both those guys haven't done shit really. So I was like, I was sitting yeah, pretty. Claypool is ass. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's been. I got lucky on some of these, but I think this, if anything, like this season is defined by the injuries and the COVID, right? Like a lot of people who could shift quickest to accommodate the COVID. Um, in but it happened fire. like in a flurry, like it was a blizzard. Of you yeah. know, COVID list, COVID list, COVID list at the end. Like, really, my mind was, you know, with life and in fantasy, like COVID was was really kind of getting put in the back of my mind. And then all of a sudden, you know, that list gets 13, 15, 20 players at a time. Yep. Well, it, it got me today. So I'm currently in quarantine because I have COVID. Uh, no way. So- Oh yeah. shit! Are you symptomatic? Yeah, I was. I've had fevers and cough. Oh, and JP! Damn, add yeah. them to the list. Yeah, so it was sort of maybe it was my deal with the devil, give me the chip and then you get COVID. Damn. Oh my god! 
Well, the yeah, CDC so. updated the guidelines. It's just five days now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'll be out in a jiffy. Yeah. I got hopefully get out of here but before New Year's and pr- give a proper celebration. But <laughs> yeah, I've been I haven't been able to celebrate the win yet. Dang. I just had a little bit with the fam, and then and then now I'm like fuck. Now I'm just like bed. Just is your drinking. is the company freaking out once you told them that you uh, you have it? No, I hadn't been in the office since last week, so they're like, okay, oh, okay, yeah. Um, but they're like, yeah, don't return to work until <laughs> January seventh. <laughs> Dang, and I'm like, all right, I'll work from home. That's fine. But yeah, I think there was like an article that SpaceX has been having an outbreak. Um, but it's just interesting. All of, us are like, all of us are like, fuck it, we're vaxxed and get the fuck out and yeah. have fun. Yeah. What made you start the Falcons defense? I was a risk. I wasn't playing a good defense. I was trying to play a bad offense. That's um, fair. Uh, mm. That's another tidbit on my strategy that I just gave up. Sometimes I pick the bad offenses versus the good defenses. Mm. Um, and so I was hoping that that would go the way. And I, I didn't feel comfortable with the bills against new England. I know new England can put up a bunch of points. So I didn't want to have my defense go negative. And I was more confident in Detroit, not completely dominating the Falcons. Were there any I other mean, options that you were exploring over um, Justin Jackson? All right. We got to get into this a little bit. Cause Anil wants his praise and shit for that. But I think what, when did you text me that? Anil texted text- me. I texted you Tuesday that I had an insider tip that Eckler may not pass uh, COVID protocols. And and I told him, check out the backups. Yeah. yeah. And so and he'll text me this. He's like, put all your money, all your waiver money on this guy <laughs> and pick him up off the waiver wire. And I'm like, all right, and you know, whatever. All right, we'll, we'll look at it later. And so you saw me and Keller both went for Singletary and Gage. Um, and he got two good players. I, I just felt like I wanted to see a firework final, and mm-hmm. and, and you, you know, yeah, I didn't have a lot of confidence in you at the very end there. Like it wasn't looking good, and yeah. I was like, I mean, like at least give him a fucking fighting chance. <laughs> yeah, but I want I wasn't gonna take it, but here I'll give you all the points that went into my decision to actually picking him up. Tell me. So when I was playing Mike. I saw that Eichler was out or he was out with COVID that time. And so I'm like, all right, they got to give it to a second running back. And I saw he was on the chargers in a second. I was like, all right, that gives me a little bit more confidence in that. Uh, the sleeper trends were showing him like fifth or something. So I was like, all right, sleeper wrap. And then I went to the Steelers chargers game and saw how much Eichler could put up in a single game. And I was like, all right, this guy could probably throw some points down if they actually make him the starting running back. So that was, it, I wasn't just going to be like, all right, Neil told me to, all right, I'll pick him up. Right, we we, we got to the same point. Yeah, you didn't want to be a little Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I mean, think got of, to the same point. I got him for free, though. I didn't even need to pay a time that's, for him. That's true. That's I'm true. Surprised, I, I'm surprised you didn't tell, tell Keller. I thought you'd be, like, playing us. I was, like, a little. No, like, no, oh, no. Because playing some mental games here. I mean, honestly, I, I thought that the ones that Keller was going for were the blue chip guys, apart from Madison. Apart, I thought Madison was another blue chip guy. 
Justin Jackson, the risk was they have another guy, uh, Joshua Kelly, to do the red zone work. So, I mean, I thought – I honestly, I thought you were going to get like a 15-point day out of Jackson, you know. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, he'll catch some balls. He'll run for 20, 30 yards, you know, a couple of times burst. But the red zone work is going to go to the big back. You know, for your for your sake, you know that did not happen. You know, this dude just went on a fucking tear. But yeah. but look at look at Zeke in the final week. He had literally just he touched the ball ten times, and yeah. he got you sixteen point seven. That's yeah. insane. Well, I watched that game, and basically they gave it. They were like Zeke, you are going to be our primary running back for the first two quarters and then they didn't go back to him at all because the score was like stupid high by then it was like 49 or something yeah and i think they were just trying to keep him healthy but they were just like all right z points here points here and i was like damn god they just stopped giving it to him after yeah why risk injury they were like this dude's in fucking form right now Mm mm-hmm yeah no i think i think it all these guys just like performed when i needed to them too JP, what do you uh, think about the theory that Keller is only moving out west because he believes there's some sort of edge to drafting on a Pacific Coast time zone? Uh, no, I can't imagine that. He would be better off staying on the East Coast. Because, um, <laughs> like, waiver wires, the fucking 6 a.m. release, um, it's 3 a.m. on the West Coast. There's no way I'm getting the free waiver wire pickups. They release it. They release at 3 a.m. I thought it's 3 a.m. Eastern. No, it's 3 a.m. Pacific. No, it's not. It's three. It's definitely 3 a.m. Eastern. Where I'm do you not, Where I'm do you think Sleeper to do it? <laughs> do you think Sleeper? Do you think Sleeper has an office? Oh, it might. I don't know. Look this shit up, Daniel. Look, I'm, that that'll be your conspiracy for next year. Yeah. Um. So, JP, this was a, a pretty big year for you. You got married. You are added to the rules committee. Like, how does it feel to cap it with a championship? Uh, it feels pretty good. My wife has been giving me, like, a ton of shit during playoffs. She's like, you're on the damn app again? What are you doing? Get the <laughs> fuck off the sleeper app and focus on me. Um, yeah. My wife calls, so it, I- calls the app the other woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think... If anything, she's very happy that I won and that uh, I will be off it for a while. Um, <coughs> so, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's been, I think, it's a nice rounding to the year, despite this, like, COVID shit right now. But um, it's a good way to roll out the end of the year and going into 2020 on a high note. Yeah. Um, it's also nice to have him back, have the chief back. I got to coordinate with Keller. Hopefully he just flies out here and gives it to me. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what up improvements he's made, if any, I know he talks about it a lot. Um, but we'll see if he's actually made any improvements. I think my improvement is I'm going to buy a Pelican case for it and that's mm. how we're going to transport it from here. on. Oh, that's, that's sick. Yeah. <laughs> well, hang on. What if we change the trophy? We're not going to do that. No. Why would we change the trophy? I don't, I don't think we have plans. We're just you know, gonna... wanted like an all gold, at least an all gold cheek. <laughs> you could just spray paint it. No, it's gold. You could 
Or is no, I want to. I want to feel it. I want to fucking feel the heaviness uh, to it. We could recast it. How about that? I, we'll make a I negative th- and recast it. Yes, I really want to do that. <laughs> you know how much how expensive that shit's gonna be. Is it? Is it? You know how much that weight is in gold? I bet is gold cheaper now. Gold. Oh, we were just it's gonna true. get gold flake and just you know put it. What's <laughs> well, another good, good metal? Titanium. Get some of that SpaceX like that yeah, alloy that, goo, that... that alloy shit that you have and slap it. Come on now. We open the screw the vat and bring it out. <laughs> if I use we do have a foundry on site and we do do castings, but I, if I brought that in and they were like, eh, fuck off. You can't use company resources for this. By the way, Blitz Studios who make Sleeper is based in Akron. Ohio. Oh, oh that's, yeah. tra- okay. that's trash. <laughs> Davies Davies buried outside of the sleeper. The sleeper can we, facility. Can, can we hear a little bit about that little blurb you dropped about F1? I want to know uh, what your involvement is F1 and how you're involved with F1 now. And mm-hmm. uh, are you thinking about Monaco is the race or are, are we going to have like the whole series and we have to track the whole thing? So, yeah, um, uh, I watched Drive to Survive during quarantine and I've gotten Fuck into yes. it. Yeah, Fuck I've yes. Yeah, I've gotten into it a lot. And we that's the other bets we do. Um, we do like weekly picks for like most improved, like uh, drivers who will have the most yeah. overtakes and then um, drivers who score the most points. Um, but I have, I have a, Monaco is not a good circuit. Because there's no overtaking. Usually, it's like someone crashes and you overtake them. So we probably won't do Monaco. Um, I want to try and find a course that will have good overtaking okay. um, to keep it a little bit more interesting. But I think I got. We'll either do one or two things. We'll either do a um, rankings uh, sort of thing where you put you rank the top 10 drivers and you get a point for getting if they're if the top 10 list if you guess all like if the driver was in the top 10 you get a point for that and then if you get the position right you also get a point so like say lewis finishes one and you put him as one you get two points but say where's the randomness to it i think that's too skill bait that's too much skill all right well then the the other alternative is we eliminate the top four drivers okay. and the bottom four drivers, and okay. then we do a random assignment yes. of drivers yes. and just do it based on that. that work. And, and overtakes and death. I want to see David's car spit <laughs> out of control. It's a fun. As my guy drives through the flames, passing <laughs> you for that number one pick. Oh, my yes. gosh. Yeah. So, yeah, it was because the first way it lets you have a little bit more control. And if you watch it, uh, if you watch it, you can get a better draft position. But the second way is the random way. And it gives you a little bit more less control over the draft. Over. So, yeah, you need one of those. You need to yeah. you need to watch Rush now that you've watched, um, oh, I watched the Netflix. It. Oh, yeah. Nikki Lada in the yeah. red Ferrari. <laughs> Nikki Lada. Yeah. 
so yeah, we've, we've gotten into it a lot this past year. Um, when I was in London, we went and visited the McLaren, uh, like factory. Damn. You're really about that. Dude, (laughs) do they have some James Hunt shit? They did. They had a ton of shit there. Yeah. They had all his cars. Cause like, I'll send you a picture, Neil, but they had, basically they have like a basement where they keep all the old cars. And oh, like, wow. Oh, it's just like, yeah, they're like, we, we, we like rotate out the showroom cars and like, they just like, yeah, this is just the extras that didn't make the showroom. And That's they're crazy. still like all the like really famous cars. Hell yeah. Yeah. Wow. So JP, um, now that you're kind of uh, on the top of the mountain, I guess we could say, Mm-hmm. I feel like there are a lot of haters and weather <laughs> fans coming out of the woodwork. How are you, how do you plan on sort of managing this, you know, the the bright lights of Hollywood? Oh, you know, I think um inviting everyone out to to come in May is just maybe I'll do a little bit of gloating during that just to make sure everyone knows. Um but yeah, I'll, I'll let you guys feel the limelight. And when you come out in May and like, mm. well, you'll, you'll feel the Hollywood experience. Um, but yeah. Burning man. No, it's burning man experience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I think you put it great, David. I think it's the humbling, right? Like I think, mm. uh, we humbled people and I am humble about my victory. So I'm not going to mm. smear it in people's faces besides what's going on here. But, um, you know, I, I take it with a grain of salt. Uh, the what what I've had to overcome to to get here and uh, count my luckiness this year and uh, hope my luck continues for the next year. It's sort of like a Keller approach. It worked out well for him this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like. I'd be talking I- so much shit if I were you. <laughs> I would be taking fucking heads right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the difference. That's why you not. The, that's why you. I will be soon that. enough. Soon <laughs> enough. But I like in the first episode, you guys had me, David. You were the first to say JP looks like the best team. So Anil, you, you are not the oracle. Thank you. But you also guys had it completely wrong with Keller being the worst team, in that he came in second place. Oh, so I shot on Keller was, all year, and I was I was wrong all yeah. year, but in the end, I was right. <laughs> couldn't he couldn't perform when it mattered he couldn't he couldn't come he just couldn't do it <laughs> couldn't get it up so. all right um well, anything else we want to discuss i think we got to discuss the sacco now that we have the the champion what's i i feel like we have discussed the punishment here and there but i think we have to set the official punishment now I think we do the. What would you like Austin to do? Well, I think it's the. I think he talked a big game about sending all the cards, and it sounds like he's just going to do a Father's Day card. I think Mm -hmm. that's a little weak. You know, it's not that expensive to buy. Do you want an Aztec? Do you want him to do an Aztec? Let's let's be clear (laughs) about what he said. He said that he was going to send you a Father's Day card every Mm -hmm. year until he wins a championship. Ooh. I That's like what that. he said. Right. I wouldn't have done that, but no. wait, every week or, or what? No, every year, every year he would send JP a Father's Day card until he until Austin wins a championship. 
There's like a subscription for that. That's easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If it's every year, I'll take that. But then I think we should do the fathead. I'm liking the fathead. I think we make that a thing. And Austin's got to put, I will send him a fathead. You just got to hang it up somewhere in his house. Send me a, send a high res pic of you, uh-huh. full body high res, and I'll I'll get it set up for Austin. Okay. Posing or anything like that? Whatever you want it to be. Mm. maybe okay. wait wait till you get the chief and you can do like a a nude with the chief you know <laughs> that that is his style i don't know gtpl the body the issue <laughs> that's austin's uh signature move i might save it for when he wins <laughs> <laughs> that would be a crazy psycho punishment. You have to make a body <laughs> issue calendar. Oh my god! Oh, I, I wouldn't want to see. Hilarious. I wouldn't want to see it, but that would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty good. Austin would be pretty good about that. Should we let him decide which one? We'll put 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 like a few of them up, and then let him decide which one he wants to do. See, my thing is, you know, him getting the psycho. It doesn't feel. He doesn't feel it. You know, he doesn't know what it really means because, you know, he's the newbie. So, you know, mm-hmm. him getting last, if people aren't really criticizing him, you know, he'll always have a chance to move up. He doesn't understand that it's the lowest of the low. Yeah. You know, he is the shit king. Yeah. And he had so much potential, too. He wasn't that far off from playoffs, and he just completely shit the bed. He, he gave up. He didn't realize he still had a chance. Yeah. He gave up when he didn't need to. He It was a, less, it's a hard lesson to learn. And then we punished him. <laughs> what? There's another word for punish. God, what are some other words for punish? Violated. I love. Violate is another good No. Oh, it's like a... Um, uh, Castrated him. I like David. David, you should do voiceovers for stuff. I like how you just go... <laughs> castrated <laughs> oh flogging flogging was is what i was mm. looking for Flo- yeah. we flogged them flagellation flagellation flagellated <laughs> yes yeah i think austin it's his first year so you give him a little bit of slack but i think we got to put him in his place he's the freshman and so this is the hazing he has to undergo See, this is where I pull out the uh, the villain narrative. <laughs> Telling you, JP, next season you're gonna have a target on your back. It uh, happens. Uh, it happens all the time. You know, people get hot and then they fall down. No, nah, I'm gonna do the same thing I did this season. Just coast under the radar, make everyone think I'm no threat, and then boom, come in at the end. So, does JP have a 25 percent championship win rate? Is it three out of 12? Is, no, it's the 12th year. No. Well, I wasn't here for the first two, right? Well, it doesn't matter. It still counts. Uh, is this? I think this is year 13. 2009. Almost. Yeah. Something like that. that. 25. That's crazy. A fourth of, of the time JP is winning. Oh, my God. That's scary. That's really scary. 
Yeah. So you, you you're best to put your money on me. Mm. No, I like, what, I like I what you said this. earlier. Regression to the mean, and because I've never won, next year, you know, <laughs> right, right back at it. For all the hard work, David, I'm surprised you haven't ever got to have him for a year. Where would you put him if you got him? If I got he the doesn't chief? know. He yeah. doesn't even know. I haven't what it even feels thought. Like I haven't even thought that far ahead, dude. <laughs> he did one time, and it, it bit him in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, JP, congratulations on your third championship. This will go mm-hmm. down as one of the uh, the most historic wins in our esteemed league. I think you've stepped ahead of the pack, and it's now up to all of us to catch you. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll talk to you next year. 